0: Good morning, my friends, and happy birthday to me. Today on the show, because it's my birthday, I'm gonna do exactly what I wanna do. So it's all me on this episode, and I have decided to share with you 11 things that I learned on the way to 44. (laughs) Let me just get down to it, because 11 is gonna take some time, and I'm not here to take up your day, and I've gotta go get my free Starbucks coffee. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. Good morning friends. Doing something different for you this week to observe my birthday. I'm a little bit gratuitous when it comes to birthday. I'm a big, big fan. It comes in my favorite season and I've never really been sure if I like fall best because it's when my birthday happens or if it's when, when I was growing up back in the Midwest, things finally cool off, get a lot more tolerable and a lot more beautiful when those colors show up on the trees. At any rate, Today is a day when I indulge myself, so I have decided to share with you some of my insights. Life does not seem to be getting simpler, but I do my best to keep it from getting out of control. So, starting with number 11. Simple is good. This might seem deceptively simple, but it's a bit harder to practice than it is to just decide it would be a good thing to call down. But in general, my rule is less is better. Food with fewer ingredients, less stuff, given as gifts, less clutter, less filling up your schedule that isn't worth your time. The More that we complicate things, the harder it is to keep up with them. (laughs) <laughs> the more we embellish our story, the harder it is to keep it straight. The more we complicate relationships, the harder they are to keep happy. So boiling it all back down, we're going to start off there. Bring it in the simple. Number 10 on the list, change isn't bad. And this is something that I really I I observe people dealing with this and I find it so interesting, the way that people will go out of their way to avoid change. I tend to say I have shallow roots. I've moved around a lot. My dad was in the Navy, so we had a couple of moves before I started kindergarten. And then I lived in one old farmhouse in the middle of fields of corn and soy in central Illinois, all the way through school until I went off to college. And then, I got back to moving around and I've lived in all four corners of the U.S. and cities and in towns and I can tell you well, like so many other things, it's all in how you frame it. Change gives you that opportunity to explore something completely different, to find something that you love that you never would have thought to consider, to meet people you never would have encountered otherwise, to see places that are better than storybooks to add to your own personal story with adventure, with life lessons with opportunities. And they only come from change, my friends, when you work really hard to hold on to something, especially if that something isn't serving you, because you don't know what's around the corner, then you're really putting the lid on the possibilities. So I would love for you to embrace this idea, especially if it's one that you're a little skeptical of, just give it a shot and leave yourself open the opportunity to experience some change. And I hope it might pay off for you in just a fraction of the ways that it has paid off for me on my winding path. Number nine, explore more. Keep on wondering my friends, my tagline for years and social media platforms that have come and gone has been wandering and wondering. Cause like I said, I'm not afraid of change. So I'm, I'm happy to pull up stakes and try out a new place and a new job and meet some new folks. But the thing that ties it all together, the thing that brings me joy is wonder, is curiosity, is you being a little bit childlike when you observe things and wondering what that's about, when did that start? Who else has seen this? Who can share this experience? <laughs> Especially those shared experiences, they become so much more powerful. So I think that wonder and curiosity are priceless. And again, they open the doors to things that we might never have even fathomed. And lately I've seen several people refer to this. I don't know the study. I've only seen the reference, but I believe it's true. And um, it kind of refers to that uh, experience that we have (laughs) that I've noticed on the way to 44. And that time speeds up as we get older. When we're younger, time seems interminable. School year is never gonna end. The summer just stretches out before you all wide open with possibility. Time just goes more slowly. And as we get older, and we get busier, and we get into routines, time flies by. And lately, people have, and I love this penchant for curiosity, discovered that feelings of awe actually make time go more slowly it gives us more experience in those moments in those days it gives us little bookmarks to look back on to say all of this happened within that span of time and so let me just suggest that if you feel like time is flying right by one way that you might make more of your moments is to create opportunities for wonder for curiosity for that feeling of being awestruck that give you more really delicious, really fulfilled moments that you can come back to and make that time seem more significant. And uh, number eight, be scared and do it anyway. This is a good rule. Sometimes I do better than others. It's sort of related to maybe a cousin of, fake it until you make it and i'm not a fan of faking it being put out completely false front uh, but i do in as much as you know if you don't feel quite ready you can step into that character you can put on the persona of if i was the person that had all the answers how would i present myself and in that regard i do think it helps to level yourself up in ways that you might not yet feel prepared. And so I, I think that comes down to be scared and do it anyway. Don't let your own feelings of limitation, keep yourself from opportunities to grow and to move ahead. And you know, even with uh, putting myself out there on social media and trying to create this little movement of people who want simpler solutions for health and different approaches for stress it's not always comfortable and i see myself in video with that flush coming up my chest and my neck reaching my cheeks and you know that's the beauty of podcasting you can't see how rosy i get when i when i'm on the spot but on some of those videos i i definitely notice it we tend to be our own worst critic and yet in order to move this mission forward in order to reach for the things that I know are possible. I just buckle up and do it anyway. So I invite you to give that a try. And trust in yourself, you're capable of a lot more than you realize. Moving on up the list to number seven, be proactive, not reactive. I don't know at what point I recognized I don't have a lot of tolerance for people who complain without doing anything to change their situation. Misery loves company. And it's an easy conversation to have because people notice difficulty and and commiseration is, you know, comfortable. However, if there's something that isn't serving you, at some point you have to take control of that situation and you have to change it. And even better than that, as we get older and wiser, you might recognize that uh, something may not serve you and you don't even need to give it a try. And you can be proactive and saying, that's not a fit for me right now and move on to the next. But in other regards too, I think it's essential to be proactive, not reactive in terms of health. And I am a nurse's daughter, so I was raised to be quite proactive. We were regular about all the checkups, never missed a flu shot, all of that, until I was old enough to be turned loose and make my own decisions. But it's training. It's training that I received and it's still training that I call back on today. And so, as we rack up the decades, some of these recommended screenings come about and I urge you to be proactive. And again, this kind of goes up to the one that we just talked about, be scared and do it anyway. You know, some people avoid going to the dentist and getting their mammogram, getting their colonoscopy because they're afraid of what they're going to find out. And I've never understood why that would be the block to keep you from getting it done because wouldn't you rather know sooner than later? Wouldn't you rather have less intervention required rather than more? So think about it. And I hope it's one that you'll take to heart. If you, as a matter of course, have been one to put off what you feel isn't necessary to wait for symptoms in order to decide something is worth addressing, please, please, for yourself, for the ones you love, for the people who love you, be proactive. When my husband turned 50, he was proactive about getting his colonoscopy and We were very fortunate that his colon cancer was discovered in stage one. And with a surgery and a not altogether simple recovery, Dan is now cancer free and we are beyond grateful. And in my own self with my family history of cancer, I am proactive also. I started getting mammograms before I was 40. So if you need a buddy to rally you, to cheer you on and to get you making that appointment, Again, feel free to call on me. I will be your cheerleader and I will remind you of all the reasons why doing it now is so much better than later. So please, my friends, take this one with you. Be proactive, not reactive. Alrighty, now we'll lighten things up a little bit. Number six, I have learned the value of being kind. I'm a Midwestern girl, even though I'm a San Diego native. I've got deep roots. My family has been in central Illinois for about 150 years. And that Midwestern sensibility, that ability to approach people person to person, to just be frank and see each other is powerful. Now, on the other hand, there is that Midwestern stoicism, but I'll save that for perhaps another solo episode. (laughs) But I have always, 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 seen the benefit of just being kind to people. We are all human. We are all spiritual beings having a human experience. We are all dealing with things that other people don't know, because we don't wear everything on our sleeve. There's a little touchback to that Midwestern stoicism. And so if you know what you're dealing with day to day, and you do your best to get out there, and connect with people and see them for who they are, and be kind then that gives you the empathy to see that other people are dealing with a bunch of stuff too. And when someone is kind to you, how does that feel? Like, how does that smile connect with you? How do those words land? That could be the highlight of your day on some days. And so I urge you to consider the power of being kind. It's not overrated. I hope it's something that you will perhaps bring in just a little bit more often. Which leads me to my next tip, my next little wisdom to drop on you. Number five, give more to get more. When you're kind to other people, it inspires them to be kind to you. Not to say that they weren't going to to begin with, but perhaps even more so. When we give, we get. When you perform a random act of kindness, you're inspiring another person to be kind to someone else. When we volunteer, we get so much joy. And this is another thing that research that people have looked at and there are numbers to support this, that one of the most sure ways to build your own happiness is through acts of generosity and kindness to others. It's like a damn guarantee. If you're not feeling good about yourself, think of something you can do for someone else. You will feel better and you will brighten their day. Be it through volunteering, be it sharing in your community, be it giving to friends, simply in conversation. Our dear friends, they ask us how we're doing and we have that opportunity to unload, to feel heard, to get some of that commiseration, which sometimes can be so supportive because it helps to validate that it's not you, it's, it's them, that the world is crazy around you. And be sure to turn that around. Be sure to offer that same support to friends. Be sure to ask other people how they are doing and, and this is something that I have my bad days and I struggle with too, but when you ask someone how they're doing, actually listen for the answer. And if it's kind or if it's busy, if you feel any opportunity to help them expand on that, ask again or ask another question, but engage with people and offer your support and be present and you get so much in return. Next up the charts, number four, be grateful. You knew this had to land somewhere. I mean, I'm about sharing happiness. I'm about up leveling your life positive intentions and affirmations. You knew gratitude had to land on the list. But when I notice how many people speak about how powerful their gratitude practice is, it keeps reinforcing how important this really simple practice really is. Be grateful. Be grateful when something good happens to you. Be grateful when somebody holds the door. Be grateful when you get a great parking space. Be grateful for a sunny day. Be grateful for when the bus shows up on time and you don't have to share a seat. Whatever it takes, however small, find something to be grateful for. If you have trouble being happy, if you have trouble calling up anything good that happens in the day, you need to be more grateful. You need to sit down at the end of the day, sit down at lunch, sit down whenever you wanna pick me up and write down three things that you're grateful for. People say, and I say a lot, that good experiences are like Teflon and bad experiences are like Velcro. It's just the way that we're wired. We learn lessons from difficult situations. So we are designed to make those situations more memorable. So we remember our lessons. In order to up level our brains, we need to rewire them. We need to teach our brains that happiness is just as valuable and even more so than those difficult situations, those difficult emotions. And the way that we do that is through neuroplasticity. We look for the things that we are grateful for. We look for the things that make us happy. And with repetition, that my friends is the secret, with repetition, our brain says, oh, there's another one. Wait, there's another one. Wait, that car let me in on the freeway. Wait, this line is really short for my lunch. Oh my gosh, there's a new episode on Netflix. This is exactly what I wanna do tonight. Be grateful for the little things because they add up and our brain gets high on that too, right? We don't only have to thrive on stress. We get to thrive on happiness, but it's not as innate in our brains and our biology and our person. So be grateful and try to do it more often. Number three, Be your own best friend. And uh, (laughs) this year in 2020, when we're all at home and spending a lot more time alone. That might not seem like something that you really want to invest more in. But let me put it this way. Do you say things to yourself? Do you hear that voice inside your head that gives you a hard time saying things that you wouldn't even say to a friend of yours? Are you more critical? Are you less forgiving? Are you more judgmental of yourself than you are for the people that you care about? Because that's a sign, my friends, that you need to love yourself more, that you deserve more. And that little gremlin is a voice of protection. And so you can't just hit the mute button and say, nope, I'm not listening to you, I'm shutting you off. I don't believe what you're selling. It's coming from somewhere. It's coming from bad experiences. It's coming from your childhood. It's coming from trauma. It's coming from self-protection. It's coming from the urge to to protect yourself, right? Life is out to hurt us. If we don't put ourselves out there, we can't get hurt. If we don't believe we're going to succeed, we won't be hurt when we fail. Trying to cushion the blow trying to tell us in advance. Nobody wants to spend time with us or have more of us or know more about what we wanna share because it doesn't matter. It's all bullshit. Be your own best friend. Do what you can to make friends with that gremlin that's mean to you all the time. Picture it as yourself or a child if you don't wanna picture it as yourself, but picture it as, as that inner child that is scared and that is lonely and that is defensive and recognize where those words are coming from and thank it for the protection, thanks for the intervention, thanks for the concern and decide that you're gonna handle it differently. Decide that you're gonna strengthen the voice inside of you that says that you are a genius, that you have things to share, that you have deep inherent value, that you are worth as much as any other person on this very full planet, that you deserve good things, that you deserve happiness, and believe these things, build up this other voice inside of you until it can meet the conversation that's coming from your gremlin, and give yourself the love that you deserve. It doesn't come immediately. It's kind of like building another habit, right? You have to be aware of when these, these criticisms and thoughts are coming around. I mean, that in itself is a practice and then you have to recognize it. And then you have to start turning down the volume on those and then start working on the other side of the conversation where you say, those beliefs don't serve me and I don't need to give you space and then be scared and do it anyway. So, So anyway, that's the takeaway there. Please be your own best friend. Please treat yourself as well as you would treat some of the dearest people in your life because you deserve it. Because you do deserve it. Number two, we're almost there. Number two is simply dream. Dream dreams. (laughs) I don't always remember my dreams overnight and sometimes when I sit down to envision my ideal future, You know, there are some roadblocks. It doesn't come easily for me. I've never been a person with a five-year plan. I've never been a person with a remarkably clear career goal. I've done a lot of different jobs. I've been a lot of different places. I've met a lot of different people. And I believe now where I am and with this perspective that it all has served me and brought me to this place where I am supposed to be. And I keep practicing creating the dream. What is that ideal picture? What do I want to call down? Don't be afraid to create a dream. Don't be afraid to say that you deserve great things. Don't be afraid to say that your message deserves to be heard. Dream it so that you can do it. It has to start with a dream. You have to start with a vision. We can accomplish more than we think over an extended period of time. So just because something seems impossible, doesn't mean you should take it off your list. Just means it's gonna take longer to get there. And I really do believe that the secret of setting intentions is to have that clarity, to have that dream, to know that you want this or better, whatever this is. And then once you have that dream in mind, you can start taking actions towards achieving it. You don't have to have all the answers in order to take the first step. Sometimes you don't even know what you're gonna need to answer, but the universe is gonna have your back. Once you start taking those steps forward, the answers will appear. Please don't be afraid to dream, my friends. Please dream your dreams. And finally, number one at the top of the charts, my takeaway for you, please choose love. When it all comes down to it, there's thousands of emotions. We only maybe experience a dozen of them or so because we tend to get into patterns and routines. That doesn't mean that's what we're limited to. But those thousands of emotions come down to two. Love or fear. So be honest with yourself. What is driving the train? Do you trust? that there is enough for everyone? Do you believe that we are all spiritual beings having a human experience? Do you believe that we are all moving through life and doing what we can, with the tools that we've been given? I believe in coming from an abundance mindset, I believe that there is enough for everyone, if we are good stewards of our resources, I believe that coming from love raises our vibration. I believe that living in a higher vibration attracts better things into your life, better experiences, better people, better emotions for sure come from love. And again, you know, look back up the line good experiences are like Teflon. It's not always easy to find the evidence to support that love has the upper hand, but we have to keep coming back to the table and saying that that has to be true in order to make it true. We're wired to be afraid because that's where we get our lessons. That's what keeps us safe. That's what kept us three steps ahead from that tiger in that bush that we all like to talk about. That's one busy tiger. But when fear takes the wheel, I mean, What are we able to do, right? We've already talked ourselves out of everything that we could possibly accomplish. When you let fear win the game, the game is already over. We have to come from love. We have to come from believing that more is possible and that we can do great things and that there is enough for all of us to have abundance. That sharing from what I have doesn't mean that I have less. It means I have the opportunity to bring in more. So that's my takeaway. I wish for you abundance. I wish for you every good thing i wish for you a brilliant birthday whenever your birthday is i'm a big fan of birthdays let me know when yours is i'll put it on my calendar and i wish you happy birthday i hope that these uh insights i don't know maybe rang a bell maybe something will stick with you maybe you can take away from it i'd love for you to let me know shoot me a message over on the website you can find info at happified.com I'm really grateful for you, my friends. You're a great birthday present. I'm glad I have this opportunity to speak my mind, to share conversations with people that I think are doing good work in the world and I'm grateful for you. So be kind to yourself, love yourself, love each other and take good care. Thank you for tuning in today. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit HappifiedLife.com. And if you found value in today's episode, make sure you subscribe to catch the next one and leave a review to help fellow pod surfers find Happified. Until next time, keep on shining.